All right, let's see if we can get some sunshine on the breakers. They are two and six, Grant Elliott, after eight games, sitting in ninth out of ten teams in the Aussie NBL. Last night they went down to our corporate daddies, the uh, Perth Wildcats, by ninety-four to seventy-six. Ooh, that's uh, that's not a healthy-looking scoreline. Uh, let's welcome in a man who knows a whole heap. He is Sky Sports. Casey Frank, who joins the program, so generous with his time. We've got about seven or eight minutes to rip through this, Casey. How you doing, mate? Hey, doing Casey. Very well, very well. Much better than the breakers uh, were doing last night, that's for sure. How's it going, guys? Yeah. Uh, what happened in that f- first quarter? Down by 17. Um, that's pretty mud. Yeah, um, you saw after the game uh, that Modi Moore took a lot of that blame on himself, said he didn't do a good enough job of getting that team prepared. Uh, but what it looked like to me was uh, that the Perth Wildcats came out expecting that zone defense that the Breakers were played uh, and, and were able to really dissect it, manipulated it quite well with the pass, finding those interior passes, extra passes, and got off to that great start. And they just wasn't enough defensive intensity for the Breakers. Uh, throughout the entire game, they forced, I believe, three turnovers. And when you allow a team to play with that level of comfort on their home court in front of a big crowd, it's always going to be pretty difficult to try and uh, keep pace with a squad like that. So too much zone in a lot of ways, and that is on the coach. Uh, I mean, n- not too much zone necessarily, but uh, when you start off in a zone like that, uh, and that's something that the Breakers have used as a weapon in their last few games since losing Zylon Cheatham, they don't quite have the size they need. They're going to have to go to that zone. But it's about mixing that zone in and out, especially once uh, the Wildcats came out and felt a little bit of comfort against it. You have to go to something else. But at, by that point, I think uh, it was a little late. Uh, and, you know, it's about the intensity that you have within the zone. You know, when you sit back and you're passive and you let a team get the ball where they want to get to, you're in trouble. You still have to be aggressive. You still have to be out there and forcing a bit of uh, activity and forcing them to feel a little bit uncomfortable. And whether zone or man, uh, the Wildcats did not look like a team that was uncomfortable last night. Casey, it's always awesome having you on the show. Um, you know, I look at you know, the A-League and I also look at the breakers with regards to this. How difficult is it to travel to Perth and play? Because I've never kind of got that. I always, I always thought. I mean, I know that for a domestic game, it's a you know, like, fair way. You know, is, is there a bit of jet lag? I always felt that the the Perth Scorchers in the Big Bash League did well, and I wondered if it was a um, an advantage for them. Oh, well, it's, it's a huge advantage for Perth. Uh, I, I could tell you when I played for New Zealand and I had to go to Perth to play games, it's near impossible. I, I mean, you're, if you're starting that 7 p.m. game, that's, you know, 2 a.m. in mm. your body clock or you know, midnight. And yeah. You're just not used to playing basketball at that time. And, you know, especially I think in those opening quarters is when you feel it because they're ready. They're ready to go. And your body's like, wait, what am I supposed to do? I'm trying to figure it out. I start get going. Mm. It takes you 10 minutes to get in. And that's exactly what you saw. I, I mean, it's a huge advantage that not not just the travel time that gets there, but the fact that you're sitting there. And when the Perth teams go the other direction, they they don't have that same issue. It's, you know, if it's seven o'clock uh, tip off on the east coast of Australia, well, that's just the, you know practice time for them at two o'clock in the afternoon. It's completely fine. So uh, it's an advantage that they've had. One of the reasons they've been able to make it into the finals for that long stretch before dipping out briefly. But uh, teams have to be prepared for it. It's part of the schedule. Yes, it's there. Yes, it affects them. But at the end of the day, you can't use an excuse because everybody has to do it. Uh, Will McDowell-White, they need more out of him. That's fair to say, right? Yeah, uh, it's, it's interesting. You know, the, I think they're still trying to figure out exactly how to work him and Parker Jackson Cartwright together. 
Uh, they've tried him coming off the bench. Uh, I think the, one of the issues, of course, was having that broken bone in his hand, not being able to play with the team from the start, and the team learning a little bit how to play one way with PJC and now trying to reinsert him into the lineup. He hasn't shot the ball with the same effectiveness he did a year ago. Uh, that was a big key to the offense uh, when the ball was in his hands. His ability to shoot the ball coming off screens, teams were unable to go underneath him because he was shooting, I think it was 37% off uh, screens when, on the pull-up when the ball was in his hand a year ago. Not close to that this year. Still doing a good job running the team, getting people in the right places, but a lack of perimeter shooting uh, with the ball in hand, his mid-teams could lay off him a bit. Those passing angles are a little bit more difficult to find. And I think he's pressing trying to live up to the, to, to, to the fact that he got that big contract in the offseason. Uh, and he, he's trying to press, trying to not only lift his game to be deserving of it, but still wanting to get to that next level. So it is certainly a player that I would look to to lift their level of play, his level of play as the season goes along. Well, they're sitting at ninth now, uh, the breakers, but, you know, what, what do they need to do to change the season around you? Well, I think it, the, the, you are looking for some better efficiencies. Uh, you know, la- last night, I think it was seven total assists in the starting lineup. You'd like to see that ball move a little bit around more, see some guys create for some other guys. Uh, and, and the shooting as a whole just isn't where it's going to be. I think that's going to pop back if you just, you know, think it's going to come back to the median. Uh, you know, basically the major, uh, uh, I think of the three pointers that were made last night, oh, uh, it was nine for nineteen of the, the of the makes were Isaiah Liapa and Anthony Lamb. The rest of the team really struggled to shoot the ball. And so, uh, if Parker Jackson Cartwright's not shooting the ball, Willie McDowell White's not shooting the ball well. Thomas Abercrombie hasn't hasn't looked like much of a threat from the perimeter this year, that makes it pretty difficult for this team to find the space that they need to operate because they're not a huge team. They, they need to play with a lot of pace. They need teams to be scared of them closing out, opening up those driving lanes. And right now teams are daring them to shoot. They're forcing them into the three-pointer. When that's not happening, it, it is a struggle because the offense just doesn't find that flow. But more than anything, I think, I think it's defense. They need to get to the defensive identity they had a year ago. It's a different team. They need to do it with quickness instead of the book physicality they had a year ago. But they have to do a better job of forcing turnovers. I mean, the Perth Wildcats were just so comfortable yesterday. Now, three turnovers total. The Breakers got two points off of turnovers in, in wow. this game. And if it, this is a team that depends on that transition game, kicking things out. If you're not getting stops, if you're not forcing turnovers, that's just not going to get it done. Yeah, a bit more of a nasty edge, as you're only sort of hinting at. They had in just 12 months ago in previous iterations when you know they were near the top. Anthony Lamb, 25 points. So he, he's he's the big bright spark over the last couple of weeks. Fair to say. Certainly looks very comfortable in the offense. I, I think he's probably a little bit more refined offensively than the Breakers could have anticipated. You know, this is a guy who was in the Golden State Warriors lineup but basically as a screener, uh, as a space eater to create opportunities for everyone else. And for him to have that opportunity to get the ball in his hand, really shoot the ball well from deep and be a guy who can create, uh, I think is a big plus for them. And his, his level of talent, I think, fell, folds in nicely. He's an unselfish guy as well, plays on both ends of the floor. So, uh, you know, when you look at how they're going to fit it in, you know, he's a guy who wants to play the three, wants to develop his skill set on the perimeter, but he might be a guy that the breakers have to ask to play more on on the interior. You know, they are undersized. Mango Matiang, the only big who's really getting any playing time. Yeah. Coach uh, Moni Moore doesn't seem to trust Dane Pinot yet. Uh, so he might be asked to slide down with him and Fendelani 
playing the big spots in some smaller, faster lineups, and maybe that's a way to juice. You may need to juice your phone, Casey. I think we've just uh, we've lost you. But perfect timing, awesome. as always. Perfect I'm timing for Casey Frank. That, that, that was our last... Oh, he's here. No, he's here. That was our he's last back. question, Casey. I was going, expert, <laughs> expertly judged as always, Professor. Always learn so much, mate. Thanks so much for dropping by. You're always so good with your time, mate. We really do appreciate it. Thanks, Casey. No, thanks. thanks for having me, boys. Always a pleasure to talk to Bouncing Round Ball. Really appreciate it. <laughs> good on yeah. you. Casey Frank joining us there. It is 12 minutes away from 12 o'clock as the break is now steering up at a lot of teams. Uh, ninth on the ladder, just two wins so far this season. Back after the break.